Uh, fuck, what do I say? It's Ben Fremmer. Oh, right. Hello, and welcome to Gotcha Journalism, the podcast where we try out gotcha games. You don't have to wait two weeks to find out you hate playing it. Uh, I'm Sierra. My pronouns are she, her. Uh, my name is Dustin. My pronouns are he, they. Did you clap? I did clap. Did you not hear it? Okay. No, that's weird. Just making sure. It's fine. I think it got picked up on the mic. <laughs> Look, I'll figure it out. Uh, okay, <laughs> There's cool. just two of us. It won't be that hard. I mean, you know... Uh, uh, I'm just making it a more interesting project for you. That's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi, we talk about gacha games sometimes. We took a little break on accident for a while. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not like we have a hard schedule. Nope. <laughs> These we, come out whenever they come out. We just sort of do it when we're like, eh, I feel like I want to do this today. Cool. Sometimes the episodes come out like a um, uh, the same month that the uh, gotcha game in question reveals that it is du- that it's going to shut down. <laughs> Wait, which did they reveal Honkai was going to shut down? I didn't catch that. No, I, oh. no, I'm re- I'm referring to uh, the Madoka Magica one. Oh, right. I forgot about that. God, yeah. that game yeah. just did not exist. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> That game felt like vaporware when we played it, despite being an interesting version and variation on the fate system. Yeah, it's a shame. I I wish they would do like a fate grand order revamp where they they're just like, hey, this existing battle system is old and busted. Let's replace it with this new hotness. It's that not came even new hotness. Game it's we just, recently killed. Yeah, it's, it's just, just better. the same it's hotness. Just it's just the better version of it. Yeah. Anyways, we're talking about it's, Honkai it's, Impact it's like, it's like if you took Tommy Lee Jones from Men in Black and just updated to a younger Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Still Tommy Lee Jones, uh-huh. but he's he's not he's not all wrinkly. Right. We're not. We're going just Tommy Lee Jones to Tommy Lee Jones, not Tommy Lee it, Jones to to Will Smith. Will yeah. Smith. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Th- this week we're talking about Honkai <laughs> Impact Third. Which is what is the Will Smith of Gotcha games? Um, it would have to be. It would have to be new. Uh, it, is it Genshin? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. Are we talking Will Smith now or Men in Black Will Smith? Men in Black Will Smith. Oh, uh... because current Will Smith is a like a little embarrassing. Oh yeah, not but, had a great but his rapping career history. was not the embarrassing part of Will Smith's history. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, I I need to look up where exactly in Will Smith's uh, uh, life um, Men in Black took place because I'm actually trying to think about it. Because uh, uh. yeah, he had all the Fresh Prince, and that was like his big breakthrough. Uh, so it would be something that is like. Uh, for a for a very dumb joke I made, we're taking this incredibly seriously. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, of course. What what's the point of a stupid joke if you can't take it way se- more seriously than it has any right to be taken? That's true. Uh, I'd I'd have to sit down and like go through. The, mm, no, it's not puzzles and dragons. Puzzles and dragons have been out for too long. It might be Dragalia. Yeah. Like really finally hitting its stride, um, like revamping itself. You know itself. what? I think 
I think you might be right about that. Yeah. Uh, like a, a good game, but marketing it's itself very action more to focused. like a, very action focused, marketing itself more to a younger audience. Um, but has like a, a surprising amount of depth and skill there. Um, it, it just re recently revamped itself. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to stick with Dragalia Lost as my, um, as my recommendation for the Will Smith of gotcha games. Yeah. I can't really argue against that. Okay, cool. Anyway, I, I, I'm glad I could, uh, I'm glad I could solve this issue. What, what's, what's been going on with, with your gotcha life lately? Um, As, aside from the things we're about to talk about. <laughs> uh, mostly I've been playing a fuck ton of, uh, like grand blue. Um, that might not continue cause, uh, my PC fried. And then when it fried, Ooh. uh, I had to reinstall Windows, and that meant I lost all of, like, my saved logins and stuff, which means my PC did not save any of my uh, uh, Grand Blue login info, and I don't remember any of that login info. Oh, so, dear. I have access to it on my phone still. Can you get that information on your phone? No, I can't. Oh. Yes. Mm. Which is frustrating. Um... So we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I, I can at least still play, which is good. But you know, it's a frustrating thing. Yeah, I honestly I don't even play that Grand Blue on the PC anymore because it just runs so slowly in Chrome for some bizarre reason. It or runs PC Chrome, I should say. It runs perfectly fine on mobile Chrome. See, I have literally the opposite problem. It runs f- fine on my PC. It chugs the shit uh, out of my phone when I try and run that, it on my phone. That's very bizarre. Yeah, like it, it. The animations look like they're underwater when I'm playing it on PC. That's um, that's my phone, and like it's not even like oh I'm using a different browser. Like I use Chrome, and it does that. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Grand Blue as well. Uh, your you didn't. It wasn't really a prediction on your part, but it did end up coming to pass where I eventually got to a point in Grand Blue where my third eye was opened, uh-huh. uh, and I suddenly understood how to play Grand Blue, or at the very least, how to structure goals for myself. Uh, mm-hmm. And for comparison, um, I posted in posted this in our Grand Blue Discord that we're a part of, so you've probably seen it already, but. Um, when we last recorded, uh, my damage with my light team was at around an average of like just under 5 million damage per turn. Uh, now I'm at a little over 10 million damage per turn <laughs> in mm-hmm. two months. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. It, it is... um. It is wild how, like, all of a sudden when you go, oh, I suddenly understand how to play Grand Blue, it becomes way more fun, uh, and it only takes about a year and a half to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. Also also requires you to know how to, like, prioritize goals, because there's, there's a lot of goals you can have that conflict with each other, because there's a lot of overlap, because there's a lot of material that are used for multiple purposes in the game. So figure out what most needs those materials at that moment is uh, pretty important. I, Once I you figure that a, out, 
you can make mm-hmm. pretty quick progress. Uh, so yeah, I've I've been having a lot of fun with Grand Blue. Uh, H- so hitting one twenty that almost exclusively. Hitting one twenty two makes the game more enjoyable because you're allowed to play the sure game. Sure does. Now, now you're sure actually does. allowed to play the game. Um, yep, it unlocks a whole lot of stuff. I, the fact that you can go from one hundred. That you can hit 100 and then just sort of be in that dead man's land uh, for 20 ranks sucks ass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have a yeah. feeling we'll uh, we'll talk uh, more about having to figure out how to prioritize goals later in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with our first game of this podcast. Uh, which is Honkai Impact Third. I think sometimes called Hokai Impact Third. Seems to have two titles, or um, it, it might have Hokai Impact just the second game. It might be the second game. Okay. I, I don't know. It might also be uh, uh, different transliterations uh, since this is uh, originally a Chinese game. That is true. Um, yeah. So it it might be a difference in translations. I'm not super familiar with uh, the difference between uh, transliteration between Chinese and uh, English. So it, it's possible. Um, I, I, yeah, I've seen both spellings. We're largely going to use Honkai because that's what we're familiar with. Yeah, that that's that's what the splash screen says when I log into it in my legitimate English version. So I'm going with that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. This, speaking of, before we get into it, the, the scene of the splash screen. When I initially st- installed this for PC, I installed I I installed it twice because I thought the install was just broken. Because I kept getting gibberish. <laughs> oh, not no. knowing that that was like, that was just a thing. Uh-huh. The best <laughs> that part they about... Didn't, that they didn't fix. Uh-huh. The best part about Honkai is even when it is in like actual words, it's still kind of gibberish. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like it God. reads like a fucking a, a unist splash screen. Yeah, I, I'll have more to say on that, but, but first you should probably introduce what the hell this thing is. Yeah, so uh, Honkai <laughs> Impact 3rd is a game by uh, the company MiHoYo, uh, which has actually a wide variety of games. They've also got uh, Genshin Impact, which just came out this month, as well as uh, I believe they also are the ones who make uh, Mahjong Soul, which is a game where no one actually pays attention to any of the gacha mechanics and just uses it as a convenient place to play Mahjong, uh, which is great. <laughs> Um, that, that, I take it back, that is the other thing I've been doing is I got hella into Mahjong in, like, the last oh, month boy. and a half, and Mahjong whips oh. ass. <laughs> um, yeah, so the quick and dirty way to describe, um, get, uh, uh Honkai Impact 3rd is, it is, it's anime Bayonetta for phones? And, like, I know that sounds like a absurd thing to say but that's like at the end of the day what it is yeah with like a bite-sized mission structure a la crisis core yeah Mm -hmm. um so it is a game in which you build a team of three uh valkyries is what they call the characters uh each with their own different weapon loadout and abilities and play a uh simplified character action game um, it has a PC port, uh, which is honestly the ideal way to play it, because you get to play with a controller, and that's so much better than playing it either on a phone or with a mouse and keyboard. Um, although both are like still perfectly playable. 
Um, and it is a just a straight-up real-ass character action game, which is wild. Um, it is a game that is built around... Uh, you have a single attack button. Um, you have your weapon special ability, if your weapon happens to have one. A uh, special... Uh, an ultimate... And then yeah, other, basically a super move. Yeah, and then other characters have different ways that that mechanic has changed. Uh, for example, uh, Azure Empress, one of the characters you can play as, uh, instead of having just an ultimate move, she actually has a uh, a regular attack button and then a secondary attack button, each of which gives her different seals that she can combine into different combinations to have a different charge attack with different effects. Um, and so there are characters who end up with a more complicated game plan. Um, and so the game ends up being, uh, having a couple of different modes varying between a, uh, how quick can you do this wave clear shit to, uh, hey, fight this boss and see how quickly you could beat it to, hey, there's like 15 chapters of like real ass plot and story that seems interesting. I wouldn't know cause I skipped a lot of it, but is uh, definitely complicated if not interesting. Um, I've also noticed that um, since you do have a team of three, this game also emphasizes like uh, basically each each member of your team has a different ability that can happen when they swap in or yes. like a, a, a certain trigger uh, that you do that you can activate with your active character to give the you know standby character a bonus when they swap in. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you build your team to synergize those swap-ins um, almost like a... Almost like you're playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Give me one second, actually, because my waveform and Audacity looks a little funky, almost like it's using the wrong um, mic. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, let's go ahead and stop recording, and I'm going to check that real quick. Okay, uh, sorry about that. We just had some small technical issues we had to fix. Um, but yeah, like uh, like Dustin was saying, um, a lot of team building in this game is about how to build a, uh, a team that synergistically flows with one another. Um, because the game, rather than... Well, you can play uh, the game as... Uh, I just want to play a single point character and not really worry about the other two characters. That won't get you ideal times. Instead, what you build is like rotations. Um, so, for example, I'll run a team with uh, a character called the Hersher of the Void, who is one of the strongest physical damage characters, uh, Celestial Him, who impairs defense by, like, 80%, and then um, some other damage support character. Uh, it, it depends on who I, or what the content is. Um, but I'll start with Celestial Him, strip defense, switch to the secondary support character, and then switch into uh, Hersher of the Void and do a full rotation with the Hersher of the Void and just dump all resources. And then by the time Hersher of the Void's rotation is done, it's time to loop back to Celestial Him. And so you build teams by uh, figuring out what you want your flow and play to look like uh, in an ideal scenario. Yeah, it ends up being a lot more complicated than you might expect because like, instead of... Like, in a normal uh, character action game, such as Bayonetta or Revengeance, um, most of your brain power is going to 
um, memorizing combos and like uh, which circumstances you should use those combos in. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas here, like there aren't really different combos. There's just a combo that your character can do, maybe a charge attack occasionally. Um, during that combo chain, but like the the attacks themselves, you just like mash a button, mm-hmm. pretty much, uh, and occasionally dodge. Um, the the complexity in it comes from the team building aspect and and knowing when to swap and who to swap in. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know how familiar you are with uh, Devil May Cry, um, which is Devil May Cry is in general my interaction game of choice. I uh. I played my first Devil May Cry game was four, which okay. I really enjoyed. Um, I tried playing Devil May Cry one and hated it. Yeah, that's because Devil May Cry one is a bad game. I know, I said it. People uh, are gonna get mad at me for I, that. I then played Devil May Cry five and loved it. Um, yeah, it's the best favorite, one. Yeah, um, I really like Nero. Um, mm-hmm. His playstyle suits me the best. I I have never in my life been able to figure out how you're supposed to use Dante's weapon switching. Oh, Shit, that's, see, that's too complex for me. I like I like grappling to an enemy and hitting them with a big sword that also has an engine in it that you rev up. See, that that is extremely fa- fair, and you are nothing but valid. However, I am a Dante player. Dante is my favorite character in that whole fucking game. <laughs> Style switching is so my shit. Oh my god. Swapping, cycling between, like, Trickster into Swordmaster and then swapping weapons while doing it is just the tightest shit in the world. Um, and so what this feels like is a really simplified version of style switching, um, where you've got a bunch of tools that you're cycling between uh, all at once, and you need to... The difficulty comes not from... Uh, memorizing combo routes or anything like that but from picking the right tool for the current job and building your flow with those tools in mind yeah i i think that brings me to one of the stumbling blocks i had with it is that Mm -hmm. i don't really like stance switching yeah um which this game is heavily focused towards yeah Mm -hmm. um and i i don't super care for that um it's just not the not the style of game i've ever been really into yeah if you aren't switching characters like you can play that way but it's like a wildly inefficient way to play yeah and uh guess what i i largely played it fairly inefficiently but also like i really only played it for a few hours so i didn't need to be efficient at that Mm -hmm. early stage of the game it didn't matter no it it did not I could just, like, stay with my favorite two characters for most of a mission and occasionally swap out to the third one if I really needed the, to have them out for the thing that their attack is weak against. Right. Um, um, yeah, I, for reference, um, I have played uh, significantly more of this game than you, I think. Um, I'm, like, oh, yeah. ranked 65 right now. Um, yeah, I can, I can pretty much guarantee. Uh, I think I'm, like... God, I can't remember. I stopped playing this game two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gee, I wonder why. To it since, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I had stopped playing it even before um, Genshin Impact came out, mm-hmm. but I think I was at like rank somewhere between fifteen and twenty. I think yeah. like fairly fairly low because mm-hmm. uh, you gain ranks early pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and, and for reference. I am not even in the end game. Uh, end game is like 
rank 80. Wow, okay. Yes. Rank 80 <laughs> is when, like, the actual end game uh, and, like, competitive uh, uh, abyss and stuff happens. Um, I see. So, yeah, there are uh, a couple of main modes in this game. There's uh, Memorial Abyss, which is boss fights. There is... Um, or Memorial Arena, which is boss fights. There is Abyss, I can't remember what the full name is, which is basically the PvP mode where you are uh, racing through a mode to get the highest score you can uh, by going as quickly as you can. Uh, and if you rank high enough, you will rank up and move to the next form, or le- or next tier of difficulty uh, by the time the event ends. Uh, and you'll get more crystals and things like that, which is the premium currency. Um, and so that's where the core uh, PvP aspect comes in. Um, and then there's story mode and events, which are story mode and events. They're not like particularly complicated. Um, they're largely just means of conveying a plot. Uh, some of the actual story mode uh, stuff, uh, especially recently, has gotten more and more interesting. Uh, and there is also an open world mode, weirdly enough. Um, or, well, two open world modes. Yeah, the open world stuff is interesting. So yeah, there is a open world, which is just like uh, the regular game, and you run around and the world just happens to be pretty large, and there's incidental quests you can do and resources you can gather. And there's, It's like, it's a neat idea, but there's not a ton there. And then there is um, a post-Honkai Odyssey, I think it's called, which is, hey... What if we snuck a different game inside this game? Um, <laughs> like a, a post-Honkai Odyssey uh, does not use any of your Valkyries that you have. Instead, it has three characters for that version um, who have their own like skill tree and everything that can go up. Uh, and it literally is mechanically a completely different game. You can jump. There are air combos and chase combos and things like that. Uh, uh, launchers, like everything like that. Like It is like, hey... Here is the prototype oh, for so, what's that? So the character, the character action games that I'm used to. Yes, uh-huh. it, it is literally. Hey, here's the prototype for our next character action game that we're, we're, we're going to eventually work on. Like it, literally, it, it is. It, you have a fucking stinger as one of the three characters. Oh hell yeah! Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, May is one of the three characters, and she. Uh, can get an ability that gives her more damage the longer she is in the air doing an air combo. It's sick. It rules. Man, maybe I should just play more of it just so I can get to that stuff. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it's legitimate. I mean, so the actual thing is, like, if you're like, man, I would love to play a character action game with that, I'm just sort of like, yeah, you can you can just go play DMC5 again. Yeah, that that's good. true. I could, I could just reinstall Revengeance, which is my personal favorite character action game of all mm, time. That's That's fair. Um, but yeah, it, it is very neat that they have like all of these different modes, which are all like really drastically different. Uh, and the events are always like, especially the, um, uh, new story chapter events are always really interesting ways of conveying it. Um, like instead of just being like, oh, here's a new story chapter. Instead, it'll be a, uh, Hey, we've unlocked this story chapter for everybody. Even folks who aren't up to that, uh, unlocked up to that in the story, and there will be a bunch of different uh, sorts of quests for it and uh, ways it's conveyed. It's a weird amount of effort from a gacha game. Like, it, it's weird. It's like they're treating a gacha game as just, like, a regular game. And I'm... 
I don't know how it, to handle that. It, it's the it's I think the closest thing we've gotten to Warframe. Yeah, mm-hmm. from one of these things. We've Fuck, covered. we're gonna have to it, do Warframe one time. Yeah, who? That's gonna be rough. Because I've tried Warframe, and that game is uh, not user-friendly. I'm going to look up my hours in Warframe right now. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I've heard stories of people who play Warframe, and the hour counts are terrifying. So, my hour count, and this is an underestimate, because I lost my hour count when I switched to my laptop from my tower. Oh my god. 832 hours. <laughs> I played Warframe for 5.2 hours. I put time into Warframe. <laughs> um, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to make you talk about Warframe. Uh, especially because I'm at the point where I am much less kind about Warframe than I used to be. <laughs> I, I am I am particularly critical of Warframe, especially its current state. Um. Yeah, uh, it, it is an inter- Honkai is an interesting game um, because it is very much it feels very much in that Warframe vein, um, especially in the fact that like there's about sixty suits and there's like only six which are Gacha exclusive. Um, which yeah, you can farm. You can like you either get some of them just for free via story progression, or you could just and you just like farm the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a bunch of S-rank suits which are farmable, uh, which is good because you need to get uh, more of the materials to unlock S-rank suits uh, to rank them up from S-rank to SS-rank and SS-rank, or er, er, triple S-rank, which are all unlock parts of the suit's functionalities. Um, and so it is almost by design that the, most of these suits have to be uh, uh, unlockable via farming. Um, and, like, to be clear, the farm is, like, a dedicated farm. Like, uh, you get – to unlock uh, Memento, you can unlock – I believe it's eight puzzle pieces a week uh, or a day. I can't remember which. Um, and then it takes something like 80 to uh, unlock her SS rank – or to unlock her S rank. So, like – Okay, so that's that's, like, minimum – like two and a half months then. yeah mm-hmm. but like it, it is very much a grind like it they expect this to be your game if you are playing this game um which is part of why they're able to make it so that there is always a a, a way to get pretty much anything you're looking for um the yeah, real that mm-hmm. that actually kind of segues nicely into one of the issues i had with it mm-hmm. that kind of overwhelmed me at the start is that um, there's a lot of things that, it, that like, like most gotcha games have some sort of daily missions mm-hmm. that like you're supposed to complete that gives you extra resources on top of what you would normally get just by playing the missions in the game. Um, basically every gotcha game has this, uh, um, some have more than others. Uh, get, uh, Honkai Impact has a lot of them. <laughs> Honkai Impact like, has like... <laughs> a lot to do and no clear indication of what is important to do or how to go about doing it or how to find out what is important. Yeah. Also, a lot of them are hidden in different locations in the UE. Mm -hmm. Uh, The UE is 
trash is trash garbage. Yes, it's bad. I hate the UE so much. Honkai is a game that is very bad at teaching you how to play it. Um, which is which is ironic because one of the things that frustrated me about Honkai Impact is so often during the er- early missions it would wrest control away from me to force me to click on things mm-hmm. uh, like in, in excruciating detail uh, to tell me how to do things. Mm-hmm. And it's happened, like, constantly. Yeah, especially early, it uh, does that. Yeah, and, like, I, I get that a I get that tutorials are necessary. Um, this was a particularly blunt way of doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it felt like a Band-Aid on top. It also felt like a Band-Aid on what was just extremely poor design choices for making the interface in any way navigable. It's like, well, we made this confusing mess. Instead of making it not a confusing mess anymore, what if we just, like, held held their hand and guide them through what they're supposed to click on? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a game that is very bad about conveying... Um what you need to do like it does not make anything um clear and it doesn't make how you should proceed or what is valuable uh uh, clear at all It, it is very much a game where it's like hey if you would like to play this i would heartily recommend you either find a friend who knows how to play it or sitting down with like a youtube guide walking you through uh uh how to play it or even just like picking a small piece of the game and going through the wiki to find out what's up with that. Um, Yeah, this is definitely one of those games where having outside sources to turn to for, like, information seems pretty critical. Yes. If if you want to play it for a longer length of time than, like, the early tutorial stages. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of in that same Grand Blue boat of, like, there is a lot here, and there is a lot of information, and they don't really teach you any of that information, and so yeah. you're you're gonna be friends with the wiki. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. The, the not the one the nice thing I will say is that Honkai's official website does have a pretty good community spotlight with yeah. people uh, who make um, very nice guides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so they've got that going for them. The character guides are actually like legitimately really useful um, for learning how to play a new character. Which is, honestly, one of the coolest things about this game to me is that all of the characters are not like, oh, basically the same, but there's a new ability. But instead, like, feel markedly different to play. Like, dramatically so. Yeah, I th- I'm trying to remember if I got an alternate... You know what? I think I did get an alternate suit for Kiana. She's the only one I got an alternate suit mm-hmm. for. I think I got Divine Prayer, I want to say. Yes, Divine Prayer is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, pretty sure that was it. Yeah, so... Um, like, uh, uh, for example, two of my favorite suits with Kiana are uh, Void Drifter and Hersher of the Void. Uh, Hersher of the Void is a character where, so both of them are pretty similar in that uh, both of them end up building meter while you're attacking, Um, but, and both of them use pistols and are, to a degree, ranged attackers. Um, 
Hersher of the Void has a basic five-hit combo, um, and what you do with her is you use that five-hit combo and uh, dash cancel the end of that five-hit combo to cut the recovery. And when she's filled her meter, uh, you use her charge attack and enter basically a super mode, which changes her five-hit combo to a three-hit super hard-hitting combo. Um, whereas Void Drifter, uh, her basic auto combo attack is it creates a black hole where it hits them when she hits the end of her combo, which puts a mark on the enemies. And then her charge attack, instead of being a range attack, is actually a melee attack where she just goes in and just dumps a shit ton of damage. Um, and she can do two full combos of her melee attack before her meter fills, at which point she is stunned for several seconds. Uh, but you can use her alt to clear that stun, or you can swap out to a new character. Um, and so she becomes this character who is very much about, we're grouping all of the enemies together, and then we're going to just shit damage. Just explosive amounts of damage, uh, and then swap out to somebody else. Like, say, Hersher of the Void, who, now that they're all grouped together, can dash through them and freeze them all in place, and then also dump shit tons of damage. Um, and so they're the same character, but feel really different to play. Yeah, it's, it's kind of neat how they did that. Again, like, very reminiscent of, of Warframe, where mm -hmm. you're playing the same person, you're just swapping out different suits that do wildly different things. Um Though in here, like, you, you have three of them at once. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so, like, it, it's... Honkai Impact 3rd ha has strike, strikes this weird balance for me where, like, I really want to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But, like, a combination of it being kind of obtuse and awkward and janky in places... Um, combined with the fact that like i there really isn't a spot for this game in my life right now like i uh, i mentioned this to you before we started recording but um the weird thing about honkai impact is that i didn't stop playing it because i didn't think it was a good game i stopped playing it because i didn't really have a need for honkai impact in my life mm -hmm. um if I were in college, like if if, if this game were if th if this game had been created when I was a sophomore in college, and like I was spending most of my money on tuition and groceries and rent, and I didn't have a whole lot of money to buy new games, um, like I could see myself putting a lot of time into Honkai Impact Third. Mm -hmm. because it does give you a lot of really fun content for free. Um, and as a free game, I can put up with a lot of jankiness, uh, you know, as long as the actual gameplay is pretty fun, which mm -hmm. it is. But, like, I'm an adult now, with a job <laughs> and i can buy whatever character action game i yeah, want it, it turns like, out bayonetta's like 15 dollars on steam right now actually let me look yeah yeah like if i can just buy a really well polished character action game i mean out like unless i'm really hooked by the story of honkai impact third 
which I wasn't really during uh-huh. the during the few hours that I, I played it. Um, there's not really a point to playing Honkai Impact Third. Like, yeah, why why wouldn't I just reinstall Bayonetta or Revengeance or DMC four or five? Mm-hmm. You know, that's I could just try and I could just try and beat Metal Gear Solid Revengeance on Revengeance mode because I I haven't done that. I've I've beaten it on all other, all the other difficulties, but not that one. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could try to like actually learn Bayonetta. Uh, which uh, is more complex for me, um, but also I like it. Uh, but yeah, it's there is no void in my life that Honkai really fits into. Yeah, I, I think that's um, extremely in, in the, fair. In, in the same way that like Grand Blue does kind of fill a hole in, in my video game life, you know, there's a, there's this very specific JRPG style that Grand Blue emulates that doesn't really get made anymore honkai also suffers um from like okay yes it is technically playable on phone but like why would i play it on my phone yeah yeah i i i can't imagine playing it on my phone like if i want to if i want to play a game on my phone i would play a game that is more suited for phones uh if i want to play a game on like this thing is very clearly better suited to PC with a controller, but at that point, why don't I just play a proper PC game? <laughs> right, like, like, and so it ends up like competing with an entirely different sort of game than uh, like Grand Blue or Puzzles and Dragons does. Um, yeah, because of that. Um. Yeah. Also, like one other important thing is that like uh, with games like Grand Blue or um, to some extent, Puzzle and Dragons, um, or like with my second main gotcha game, uh, Doken Battle. Um, you don't have to necessarily devote your entire attention to those games. Yeah. Um, especially if you're doing uh, some of the grinding missions, you can just like set those on autopilot, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, whereas with Honkai Impact, like, you do have to pay attention to what's happening. You know, it, it's it's not like something you just put on the background it is a um, game you have to actively play yeah and, and like normally i am critical of gotcha games like that the difference here is i like to play this game <laughs> as opposed to say fate grand order yeah that's fair um but also it, it brings up the fact that like again mm-hmm. if if this is a pc game because again i yeah. definitely don't want to play this kind of game on a phone um I like to multitask when I'm on my PC. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, like this, uh, or or at least if I'm going to play a gacha game on my PC, I would prefer to be able to multitask. And again, you can't really do that with Honkai Impact 3rd either. Correct. So again, in that case, if I can't multitask, I'm going to want to just play an actual video game, like one of the... One of like one of the dozens of Steam games that I've bought that I haven't played yet, you know. Oh, dozens is like so conservative. Okay, I, I'm lowballing it. Yeah, yes, uh, but I didn't. I didn't want to call myself out too hard. It's cool. I'll call us both out. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's it. It's a like I feel like I'm being really hard on Honkai Impact, and I don't really mean to be. I think it is a good game for what it is. 
I just don't have a reason to have it in my life. Yeah, I, I think that is like an entirely fair critique of Honka Impact. Like it exists in a space where the things it's competing with serve that spot better. Like, yeah, uh, it there is not a lot of reason to play it over playing Bayonetta. Like, legitimately, if someone was like, "Oh yeah, I'd really like to get into Honka Impact," but you know, I. Uh, I, I would be, my first question would be, okay, cool. Have you played Devil May Cry uh, 4 or 5 or Bayonetta or Revengeance? Yeah, but, you know, I, 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 they're a little hard for me. Okay, Honkai is not a bad place to get started and get a vibe with that. Or, no, I haven't gotten into that. No, go play those first. Uh, Bayonetta 1 is $20 on Steam. Go play that. DMC yeah. 5 or, or 4 Special Edition is, like, stupid cheap. And it's one of the best character action games. Go play that game. Yeah, man, I should I should play DMC four again now that I have a way better understanding of how character action game works. Because like DMC four was one of the first like proper CAGs I ever played. Yeah, and I had no fucking clue what I was doing. DMC four <laughs> is so fun, and it's wild how for a game that is like blatantly half finished, it whips as much ass as it does. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, and it's only and like I half love a Nero game. so much. I love Nero. He's so much. such He's a such stupid a bitch. Character. I love him. Oh, so um, yeah, he loves his girlfriend so much. <laughs> his girlfriend, who I'm sure is a real character who exists. Uh, Kyrie is like the most my girlfriend who lives in Canada, a character who we see on screen and has lines could ever be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh. it's absurd. He has more of a relationship with Kyrie's brother than he does with Kyrie. <laughs> That's true. Uh, also, it has one of the Nier, fu- the funniest. Nero fu- is the ultimate wife guy, though. It's true. DMC four also has one of the funniest fucking scenes between Dante and um, uh, uh the fucking mad scientist dude. Oh, I don't remember that one. The one I remember from DMC four is is the one where he gets a new weapon and immediately starts making uh. Uh, making euphemisms about his penis. He does do that. <laughs> uh, because that's that's Dante's whole stick. It's true. He's stupid as hell. I love him. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, Man. So yeah, like I, I like Honkai Impact. I play Honkai Impact semi-regularly. I've also uh, beaten DMC5 like three or four times and beaten DMC4 like three or four times and don't like Bayonetta as much as some other people do and Revengeance is fine. So it's like, it fills a gap for me by being a, uh, uh, a character action game I can dive in and out of really quickly and not have to go or commit to a whole bloody palace run in DMC five. Yeah, that's fair. I, I will also say one thing to Honkai Impact Third's credit is that, um, it's specific aesthetic. Um, there are there are like other action games that have this kind of aesthetic. They're not nearly as good. Uh, it's a very fun so, aesthetic. Like it's, the design yeah. of this game is legitimately really fun. Yeah. So like that is one thing that um, like the other games we've mentioned don't compete with. Like mm-hmm. on the same level, like um, Bayonetta and Revengeance and, and DMC all are very good looking games, but in 
like three different ways and similarly for Honkai Impact it is a good looking game in a very different way than the other games that we've mentioned so if this hits your particular aesthetic that you like you know the this is that is one niche that Honkai Impact 3rd fills better than like any other game I've seen like there's plenty of other anime cel-shaded action games on Steam, but um, they tend to be poorly reviewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas this just feels like a well-made game, it just is unfortunately competing for some or for attention from other games that are full sixty-dollar games that I have already purchased. Yeah. Um. That yeah. That said, like if if you are looking for a uh like. A very anime style action game it it'll be hard to find better than this for sure uh the one thing i would say is the gotcha is not friendly it like rates are not particularly great uh free to play currency is kind of few and far between um and like that ends up not being a huge deal because it is um a, a game where you can just get the things you are aiming for by actively playing but it is important to know that gotcha rates are not particularly good and that uh, a currency is not particularly common. Yeah, I mean, that, that that is one thing. I would never, ever, ever spend any money on this game because at that point, why aren't I just playing one of the games I actually bought? Yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, don't spend money on the game like... Don't buy the battle pass, please. I like how most of these, uh, hey, would you spend money on this, ends up being us being like, don't spend money on this. Don't spend money on this. Yeah. Don't spend money on this. What are you doing? Yeah. Spend money on things that are not this, not this. Uh, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> I mean, that, there, to be there fair... Are, there, are, there are a few games that I do spend money on, like, uh, a little bit, but uh-huh. there are also ones where it's like, no, absolutely not. Uh, well, but also, like, <laughs> even the games where you spend money in them, um, there's still the party that's like, if anybody asks, should you spend money in this game? You go, no, don't spend money in yeah, this. What? the answer is no. Uh, I spent $20 yeah. in this game. Don't spend money in this game. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I only did that because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm stupid. Learn from my mistakes. I, uh, oh, yeah, I buy, like, almost every uh, surprise ticket in Grand Blue, uh, or I did <laughs> when I had a job. Don't do that. It's a waste of money. It's called the Scamcha for a reason. It, yeah, it I'm is at the a point, con. I, I, I used to spend money on surprise tickets. Now Nowadays, I only spend money on anniversary tickets, because that's where you can get the limited units. Any ticket like, is the one where it's actively worth it. Yeah, because, like, these, like, I, I now have enough characters in Grand Blue mm-hmm. that there's really no surprise ticket unit that would at all help me to any significant degree. Like, at at best, it would be, like, a parallel move mm-hmm. for most of my team. So it's like, that's not a that's not a good value proposition for $30. I, I, listen, I agree. You're correct. I'm just stupid. <laughs> it also helps that, like, uh... The the characters I care mo- most about are Zeta and Amira. Oh, I have yeah, okay. every Zeta that has been released. You're good then. Uh, and the only and the only Amira I need is Summer Amira, and I can only get her through either getting lucky on draws or with an anniversary ticket. So mm-hmm. I have no temptation. Yeah, you're <laughs> to you're get clean. a surprise you're, ticket. You're out. You're scot free. 
yeah, I'm safe. Uh, Grand, Grand Blue has very little pull on me. I'm just stupid. Is it's I'm stupid and irresponsible is the main thing for me. Uh, um, yeah, Doken Battle is another story because whenever they come out with like a, a new Kale or Kafla or Kefla unit, I'm like, I need that. Well. <laughs> It was nice having a savings account, but uh, I suppose I can max out my credit card. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Honkai Impact 3rd. Uh, I think overall, very good game. It may may not necessarily fill a niche in your life, but if you're looking for it, uh, I highly recommend that you check it out. Yeah, it, it, I like this game a lot, and it's not like a... Uh, 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 oh, I like this, but like I, uh, a couple of the other games that we've looked at before, uh, it, it is just yeah. unequivocal, unequivocally like, I like this game a lot. I think it's a very fun game to play, and while it may not fill a niche in your life, I think it's still worth like taking 15, 20 minutes to fuck around with and see if you want to. Um, yeah, there's definitely no uncomfortable caveats like there were with Azure Lane. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah 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 the, the only game i've had to record a post-podcast disclosure for yeah yeah i mean because <laughs> we should have paid a, a little more attention to what those costumes had on them <laughs> yeah yeah we should have oh well um, i mean it is gotcha games i'm sure when we start like really scraping the bottom of the barrel we'll have to do that more oh yeah or we just will end the podcast, one of the two. Yeah, we'll we'll just transition the podcast into a, a deep dive into the Nasuverse. Oh, God. Okay, Dustin, I need to be honest with you. Earlier this yeah. week... What? I was looking real hard at Fate Stay Night and going, that does seem kind of interesting. L- the, the visual novel or the... The visual animation? novel. Oh, bo- oh Sierra. Uh, oh, I know. So, so let me explain. I've been playing Melty Blood. Uh-huh. Which is the fighting game of Tsukihime, uh, which is yeah. related to the Nasuverse. Or is the Nasuverse? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, no, it, it, is, it is part of the, the Nasuverse. Okay. Because Garden of Sinners is based on Tsukihime. I see. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was fucking around in Melty Blood. Uh, and then going, I wonder what's going on in Melty Blood. Why are there six versions of uh, of Chiki? And why is one of the versions of this character uh, just her, but in a Sifuku? Um, and, <laughs> and the answer is, I don't know. And I don't believe anybody else does, even the people who write the wiki. And then I started looking at Fate. And went, well, here's the thing. Unlimited Blade Works is sick as hell conceptually. I mean, you're not wrong. I know, and like... I am the bone of my sword. Yeah, uh-huh, for sure. It whips ass, is the thing. It's legitimately sick as hell. And, you know, it has a core thematic and interesting uh, uh, resolution. Um, and it, there is absolutely something incredibly interesting in uh, uh, Fate Stay Night. Once you get past, I have to fuck female King Arthur in order to give her my magic energy. Um, which I will never get past, but I got real close to being like, well, I could just, I could just play this. Just, just, just watch the anime. (laughs) No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Dustin, you don't understand. If I'm doing it, I'm going to do it. 
There's no half measures here. Oh man! Uh, if, if just I... pro- just pr- just promise me you'll stay away from the like the magical girl universe. That's uber, that's super creepy. Uh, obviously, I won't do the magical girl universe until after I've done the, all of the mainline stuff in Fate Stay Night, and then watched all of the animes, including Heaven's Feel, uh, in chronological order. Huh. Yeah, and then and then also I assume uh, uh, consumed the. Uh, branch universes of Fate Stay Night, such as the Fate Extra series, uh-huh. which it, is one of my personal favorites. And the one where they use Yu-Gi-Oh cards to turn into the uh, uh, versions. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but... I, I, oh yeah, I can't remember the name of that one. I'm sure it's <laughs> but interesting. I do know what you're talking about. Or at the very least, Horny. One of the two. Maybe even both. I mean, it... Literally everything in Fate is horny. That's yeah, not... Listen, I, I'm i going for 100% <laughs> accuracy here, and I know I'm going to hit at least one of those. So yeah, if in the next two months when we record another one of these, I'm like, so I've made a mistake, <laughs> and I know everything about Fate now. Uh, you know why. Uh, and just know that in my final will and testament, I will blame Dustin for this. <laughs> Hey, now, I, I'm the one who told you not to do the visual novel. You well, can't blame me for that. Oh, yeah, no, obvious, obviously it's going to be my fault. I'm just choosing to blame someone else. And I, I'm sure <laughs> Fate will have some thematic resolution about that exact concept about 20 hours in, conveyed by some inane line, like people die when they are killed, that somehow makes sense in context. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so mad that huh. I know that people die when they are killed makes sense in context and isn't nearly as stupid out of context. I, I will say, if we watch Fate Zero for the podcast, it will give us more opportunity to 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 yell about Genner Rubuchi some more. Oh my god, I can't. We're gonna do that, aren't we? <laughs> that's eventually. I mean, that's eventually what it's. It's inevitable. This <laughs> this podcast will at some point reach a nadir of gotcha games where like there just aren't any interesting gotcha games to talk about anymore because they're all just like licensed games that are doing the exact same thing for like fucking Seven Deadly Sins or some other anime property that five people care about. Yeah. And it's not going to be worth it to do gotcha games anymore until like a new interesting one comes out and we're just going to fill time by by just talking about the entire Nasuverse. I can't wait for our audio let's we play will as find a podcast. Out of fate we will night. find out about the mystic eyes of depth of sorry the mystic eyes of death <laughs> perception listen i do be thinking about the mystic eyes of death perception here's the thing about it they whip um they're great no they're I, sick as hell <laughs> we will find out who arquiet is uh i know who arquiet is uh she she is a vampire lady and also, she's got several sick as hell movesets, and is one of the two characters I main in Melty Blood. She sure is. Uh, anyway, I think we're probably done with Honkai Impact. So we weren't intending on making this a double feature podcast. No, but y'all bitches get a, a, a surprise double header here. It just so happened that uh, during uh, during our delay when we weren't recording. Um, a new gotcha game from me, I guess gotcha game technically 
though barely, uh, came out from MiHoYo uh, called Genshin Impact. I would actually argue it is more of a gacha game than Honkai. Yeah, I I suppose so. Yeah, because like, I guess there are there are story characters you get for free, but there is a little more emphasis but, on the like, gacha elements. I suppose in Honkai, uh, you can if, get if only ninety five percent of content in that game by never rolling on the gacha once uh, outside of weapons. Um, in uh, uh, Genshin, there is just no uh, no way to get stuff other than rolling. Or, or no way to get characters other than rolling. Yeah, I think, uh, don't you get, like, Barbara and John? Yeah, uh, yeah, so you get some characters given to you for free, but it's not like... I don't, I, think, you, I don't think you get any of the five stars. You do not get any five stars, and you can also not pick which characters you aim for. Uh, like you can in Gen- uh, uh, Honkai. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, so Genshin Impact is a totally different game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not totally, but, like... It, there are, like, some very basic concepts carried over, um, primarily character switching, uh, but they work in entirely different ways. So Genshin Impact um, is a action RPG open world game uh, that is very, very clearly inspi- inspired by the exploration style of Breath of the Wild. I think um, inspired is a generous read. <laughs> Um, there are definitely some places that feel like, oh, wow, this is a direct copy. Um, like, uh, for example, you have a stamina bar that depletes when you, uh, you can climb anything in the game. Uh, you can swim. Um, you have a glider that works literally the same way as the glider. Climbing works literally the same way as Breath of the Wild, where you can climb slowly or you can launch yourself up with the jump button, but if you yeah. launch yourself up with the jump button, it's actually technically inefficient stamina-wise, and so you won't necessarily reach the top. Yeah, unless you do it at the very end, because if you reach the top with no stamina, you'll still get up there, so mm-hmm. it's actually better to like do your leap at the end. But yeah, no, uh, it, on the surface of it, extremely similar to mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. Uh, but in terms of like combat and story, yeah, pretty different <laughs> for sure, one hundred percent. It's one, of th- and it's interesting because like I'm a person that when Breath of the Wild came out, I hated it. <laughs> um, hmm. For one that, thing, it just yeah. wasn't what I was looking for in a Zelda game. Uh, but for another thing, like even even taking it as like its own thing and not as like the next Zelda that I was looking forward to. I just didn't like a lot of the gameplay elements of it. I hated that um, your weapons would break, um, that there was a durability to even, like, the story important ones. Um, I hated how um, so much of, like, the dungeon aesthetic was the exact same thing, just over and over again. Um, The combat felt at, at the same time kind of squirrely but also requiring precision because you could die very fast mm-hmm. um just based on one mistake uh and i hated how even though it like encouraged you to constantly explore there were multiple me- mechanics particularly rain and lightning that would stop you dead in your tracks uh it wasn't a game i enjoyed at all i really like Genshin Impact, like, way more than I expected I would. Uh, 
So I am a person who actually uh, – so I have a fair amount of fondness for Breath of the Wild. I'm not like OMG 10 of the 10 game of the generation like I know some folks are, uh, in part because I don't give a shit about uh, Zelda in general. Um, <laughs> I, I like Majora's Mask because I'm a homosexual. Um, and oh, is, is, is that the gay one? Is that uh, Majora's Mask is either the gay one or the trans one. I'm not sure which, uh, but it's one of those two. Um, okay. And then uh, I think Ocarina of Time. Twilight it, Princess is my favorite because that's the My Chemical Romance one. It is the My Chemical Romance one. Um, I, I, I don't like uh, uh, Ocarina of Time. I know. Uh, and I will shit talk oh, it forever because it makes nerds oh, no. so mad. Dude, it makes nerds so mad when I say, yeah, I think Ocarina of Time is a fucking chore to play. And I don't think the plot justifies how much of a chore it is to play. Um, I, I do like Ocarina of Time a lot, but I don't get offended by people who, who don't like it. Like, I get it. But also, I do love it a lot. <laughs> I, I just, I didn't play it when I was like eight, so I have no affection for it. And then trying to play it when I'm an adult makes me go, hey, is there going to be like... <laughs> Any interesting plot? Oh, cool! All the stuff with Ganondorf is interesting. Oh, we're not going to do anything with it. Oh, yeah. okay. Twilight Princess is still better than it, though, yes. because it has Midna. Midna does exist, and um, yeah, of course you love Midna. That's like the least surprising thing on the planet. <laughs> uh, of course you love Midna. And I, I, I also want to be clear, it is the least surprising thing on the planet that I like Majora's Mask, also known as Depression, the video game. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. It's Ooh. sad, and I love it. Um... <laughs> Anyways, uh, what if Link was trapped consciously in a roguelike uh, personal hell? <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't have any particular fondness for Zelda aesthetic-wise in general. So Breath of the Wild was like, yeah, it's, it's like a perfectly fine exploration game. It's neat. Uh, I had about as much fun as I do with like any Ubisoft open world game, if not a little bit more. Moving around in that world is fun. Um, I didn't mind, like, the weapon degrada degradation mechanics or anything, because it just meant I went, oh, cool, I can just use cool shit and throw it at monsters and not give a shit. Um, but it didn't, like, sweep me off my sweet feet or anything. Um, and the thing that surprises me most about Genshin Impact is, like, I feel about the same about it as I do about, like, Breath of the Wild, which is, like... I think it is a very, very fun game to just move around the world in. I think it is fun to play and fun to explore. Yeah, which I... It, even having a similar opinion to Breath of the Wild, like, for it, is pretty impressive for a developer that is far smaller than Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... That's a pretty ringing endorsement of a free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because, like... It... Um... Like, in terms of my personal enjoyment with the game, it's very much like a, yeah, I'm at, like, probably about the same amount of time played on both of them, and about 8 out of 10s in terms of enjoyment on both of them. I don't know that I would say eight, they're both 8 out of 10s in quality, but, like, and how much I'm enjoying them? Yeah, about the same. Yeah, also, like, I I genuinely am enjoying this the story in the game. Like, I like the characters a lot. I want to give Venti a um, swirly so fucking bad, dude. Oh yeah, no, Venti... Venti is <laughs> like if dude... Alphanuth was in any degree confident, and it just makes me want to kick his ass. Yeah, no, he sucks, but also the game knows that yeah, he sucks. Uh -huh. Paimon giving him shit constantly and like is like the thing that made me go, okay, Paimon, you know what? 
you're not the most annoying character here, and I actually agree with you. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's... I do like that, you know, there there are definitely characters in the game that are meant to be annoying, mm-hmm. but they are annoying in a way that is uh, endearing and, and makes you enjoy seeing them, like, get dunked on and have their comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to just like, oh, this is, this is the mascot character that I am intended to love. Like, there are definitely people who love Paimon, um, but you don't have to love Paimon to enjoy Paimon. I do like that Kaya, one of the story characters you get, is just an asshole. Like, he's just an asshole who's fucking with you, like, 90% of the time for his own selfish reasons, because he thinks it's fun. It rules. Uh, He's a piece of shit. (laughs) There is a character in this game that's just pretty boy Batman. Yeah, he is. Oh, and he is very attractive. <laughs> he is, yeah. Um, one of my favorites is Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, of course. You know what? Yeah, 100%. Of course she is. <laughs> I, uh, I I like Fischl, who is just... Fischl's great, too. She's just a dumb motherfucker, motherfucking chuny in a fantasy world. Like, she calls herself the princessin. She has, like, a lightning raven. And when she's talking about what her job is, the raven just immediately undercuts her and is like, yeah, she works She works for the Adventurers Guild. It's fine. I, I, I haven't gotten to her story segments yet. I've rolled her, but I, so, I immediately loved her just from her design and, like, the call-out she does when you summon the raven. Uh-huh. It's just the most extra thing in the world. She's just a chuny idiot. Uh, so if you go to her... Um, like, to her conversation bits, like, there's one where uh, she literally is, like, going through all of her made-believe titles and what her duties are, and then Oz just cuts in and is like, yeah, she she works for the Adventurers Guild. And she gets, like, actively <laughs> frustrated and embarrassed and is just like, oh, oh, this is just you being a chuny. Okay, that rules. Yeah, no, I... God. Um... Especially compared to, like, the writing in Honkai Impact, which wasn't necessarily bad. It was just, like, kind of passable. It was passable. You know? uh, it can also be pretty serious uh, a lot of the time. Yeah, maybe maybe it gets, like, better near the later chapters. But, you know, at least in the early goings, it was mostly, you know, just fine. Um, Genshin immediately makes a much better impression in mm-hmm. that regard. Um, there, there's a, there's a lot of great personality. Um, the characters play off each other in, in very entertaining ways. Um, the story is like, despite like being able to see, uh, some of the twists coming, especially one big one near the beginning. Um, oh, yeah. like uh-huh. it's told in, it's told in a very entertaining fashion where I generally do want to see what happens next. Uh, the also, also, it's just generally, like, a lot of fun to, like, go around the world and constantly be distracted by the next shiny object. The world has, like, a lot more depth to exploring it than I expected, which, like, it, it, again, it's not necessarily on par with um, Breath of the Wild. Just, it, it's a smaller world, to be sure. But, like... Yeah, which, honestly, I'm fine with. Yeah. Like, I, there, there are times when I felt Breath of the Wild's world was almost overwhelming in how big it was. Um, but yeah, in this, like, there was a lot of layering of interesting things to do. There's a, a really cool puzzle chain in, uh, um, Liu that leads to the highest point in Liu, which is super fun. Um, I really like that puzzle a lot. Um, 
Um, I, I think the quest yeah, chain I'm, is called. I'm currently the... doing that puzzle right now. Oh, okay, cool. It's like, yeah, it, it's called like in the footsteps of immortals or something like that. So uh, I believe so. I can't remember, but yeah, it's it's neat. Um, mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of nice variety in, in like what you're doing with quests. Yeah, and it just it feels fun to play. Um, do we want to uh, do it... like the the full rundown that we do normally for a game? Yeah, sure. Because I think it's I, I I think it's a pretty simple game to explain. Like if you've played a character action, like if you played a um, action RPG. Um, you're, you're going to see pretty, a lot of similarities in mm-hmm. Genshin Impact. Um, so much like in Honkai Impact, you have a team of multiple characters. In this case, you can have four characters that you can swap between at pretty much any time. There are some restrictions, but for the most part, you can switch whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got like a, uh, an attack button um, that you do your main combo with. Uh, you can jump, you can glide... Uh, you can use a special move um, that usually has uh, elemental properties to it, and then you've got your super attack that you've got to charge up by, like, uh, absorbing elemental mana or whatever the hell they call it. Some special noun. (laughs) Um, And, like, primarily you're just exploring around the world, doing quests, um, occasionally running into uh, enemies who exist out in the open world, uh, and killing them for their loot, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, opening chests, and then leveling up, and doing all the typical RPG stuff. Um, what makes the uh, Genshin Impact combat particularly satisfying is that um, there are multiple elements. Um, so they have their special, uh, you know, fantasy names for them, um, but it's basically just wind, water, ice, lightning fire uh and earth there's um, also technically tree but i don't believe there's any tree. oh characters. right yeah yeah tree i forgot about that one um tree slash plant it's interchangeable uh but basically the idea in the com- in the combat system is that unlike honkai impact where you're switching between characters to activate like certain buffs um in genshin impact you're switching between them to activate elemental combos so, for example, if you uh, if you hit someone with a attack that puts like a water if, that makes them wet, uh, which is an actual status you can have it's in the so game, fucking you, can, funny. you can just get wet. Uh, yeah, uh, Andrew WK would love this game. Um, yeah, if you get an enemy wet, you can then switch over to your uh, lightning character to hit them with a lightning attack. Uh, to activate, oh god, what was the name? I think it was... Uh, hydrostatic, something like that? Or hydrostatic yeah, Hydrostatic, or which does like... Um, it does uh, like a chain uh, lightning effect. Lightning AoE damage. Like It works like you would expect. Um, honestly, a lot of the combos, in, elemental combos in the game, work on like common sense of how elements in the real world interact with each other. If you hit a frozen enemy with fire, they take bonus damage because they're melting now. <laughs> If you hit uh, an, an enemy that's frozen with lightning, they become a superconductor uh, and take lightning damage uh, because things that are cold are, are better at conducting, I guess. I'm not sure how that, that works. That one is more of a stretch, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> It also strips their defense because 
Sure. sure. Um, one of my favorites is that, uh, and one they introduce you to very early on because it is it will constantly be useful. You basically always want to have a fire character on your team um, mm-hmm. because fire characters can also interact with the open world by uh, burning shrubbery or thorns <laughs> yeah. or enemy shields. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's dope. I love it. Uh, it's why Amber uh, has never left my team. Uh, the moment I got Chiang Long, um, I have never used Amber except unless I needed specifically fire archery. Yeah, I, I, I like, um, I like Zhang Ling better as a attacking character, uh, but also she is like until you get uh, some of her constellation skills unlocked, which basically constellation skills uh, you can unlock when you get uh, duplicates of characters that you already own. Um, and they just uh, unlock either new abilities or new buffs for, like, well, not new abilities, but they unlock buffs for your existing abilities that they have. Uh, um, yeah. I, or passive be cl- benefits. I have uh, five stars on Chungling, so... Um, oh, yeah. I uh, have not gotten any dupes for her, so Amber is a far better fire user. Yeah, that's me, that's fair. Uh, uh, getting two stars on Chungling is uh, super useful, because it means her basic combo will proc fire. Yeah, my, my current main team is the uh, protagonist, um, typically in... I prefer Wind Element. Yes, because um, it's better. I, yeah, I, I really don't like the the specials that they get with geo um, uh so cr- uh the meteorite ability is handy for exploration because it means you can just do shit like make a platform on a flat wall and just ignore stamina entirely yeah um, that's true yeah but <sighs> crystallize as an elemental reaction is fundamentally yet less useful um it's very lame yeah it is like when you are generating an absurd amount of crystal uh, or crystallize, like with um, uh, uh, Noelle when she's got uh, her ults up and she's just swinging away and is just dropping crystals all the time, it's like fine, I guess. But like compared to the benefit of uh, wind attacks, both spreading uh, uh, elemental damage and also reprocking elemental damage, um, it it is. Like, not even worth comparing. Like, Wind is yeah. absolutely better. Yeah. Like, if you're playing this game properly, you don't need the additional defensive shield drops. Well, if you're playing this game properly and you need that much, like, extra effective health, you would just have a healer, like Barbara, who they yeah. give you for yeah. free. Yeah, like, my yeah, my main my main team is uh, the, the protagonist in Wind form, Barbara, Fischl, and Amber. Yeah. For me, I run... Um, it, it depends on what content I'm running, but I will run uh, Protagonist and Wind, uh, uh, Yun, uh, who is a Claymore uh, Ice user, who his special ability drops for 15 seconds a field that makes anybody in that uh, field basic attacks be cryo damage, um, a, a Fischl, and uh, Barbara. Um, and so that means I get access to uh, Shredded Defense, uh, I get consistent reprocs and fischl uh will just drop a raven and i can freeze people if i need to if i need uh, uh cc yeah um but yeah like it, it, it's cool because um there's not really like a 
best combination to go for. Like, I guess in, in, in certain in certain content, like, there there are some elements you want to have covered. Uh, but in terms of, like, party composition, you kind of can go whatever feels nice to you. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I like... I like triggering the uh, explosions that you can make with um, lightning-fire combos. Overload whips ass. Uh, yeah, uh, I really like overload a lot, so I tend to prioritize lightning and, and fire reactions. Um, uh, but, like, that's all personal preference. Like, you, you may prefer crowd control, and in which case you'll probably, you know, emphasize cryo users. Um, but, yeah, it's... I really love how the combat in this game works. Uh, mm-hmm. It makes it makes fights more complex and more strategically interesting than they otherwise would be, especially more interesting to me than Breath of the Wild's combat was, which basically boiled down to, I hope you can dodge properly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing I'm really interested in is um, what future content looks like and more difficult content yeah. looks like. Um, yeah, this is very in, very much in, in early stages, kind of like in the stage where you're most likely to be generous towards a game like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as positive as we are on it now, and, and I do really like it, and I have played... Boy, I've played a lot of it. <laughs> um, you know, it, it will really depend on, on, like, what, you know... What the future looks what like. What the later this. game looks like, and, and how this game evolves, yeah. Yeah, I'm only rank, I think, 23, 24 right now. Uh, I'm at, like, 21, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're I'm not too far behind you. Yeah. Like, um, I only just finished the, the prologue. Mm-hmm. Which, that, that's a pretty long, that's a long-ass prologue. Uh, yeah, it is a long-ass prologue. One might even say it's basically half of the game that exists right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so I think it is uh, uh, a pretty fun and enjoyable game um what i will say is the gotcha is um not particularly kind yeah so everything we said about honkai impacts gotcha uh gotcha gotcha goes like double for genshin impact which has an even worse battle pass it has an even worse uh, battle pass with uh items on that battle pass that i think you mathematically just literally cannot complete um something about like the resin um total resin spent uh is was like literally impossible if i remember correctly oh wow really Uh, without spending like the resources to uh burn resin or fragile resin i think uh it was literally impossible to do um you also don't get much from the battle pass uh, yeah, no, like, I was expecting, like, oh, if you buy the battle pass, you'll get, like, extra primogens that you can use to get more pulls. Nope, you don't barely get... So I'm actually not sure if you get any. So the thing about the battle pass in Honkai Impact is you get access to a item called Deucians, which are incredibly useful, uh, because you can get a uh, certain number of them and trade them for basically five-star gacha items. Uh, oh, okay, that's that's how they want yes. to pull you in, I see. So, so uh, like... 8 to 12 Lucians, uh, you can usually get, if you max out a Battle Pass, which you can do pretty easily in uh, uh, Honkai Impact by just playing the game, uh, is prob- is one Battle Pass, maybe two. Uh, you can trade them for items that you normally would only be able to get from the Weapon Gacha, um, which is, like, legitimately... That's, like, a reasonable deal, 
if this is like your one gotcha game, all right, yeah, 15 bucks for a battle pass that you will absolutely get value out of. All right, whatever. Um, I don't know what you would get, why you would bother with this battle pass because you don't get anything other than like the one weapon select if you get to 30, and that's like a big if unless you buy the level boost. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that like yeah, cuz the the I'm surprised that they like make the the bonus for buying the battle pass that far into the battle pass rank. You like you think they'd put it earlier to like actually incentivize like casual players to be like, "All right, yeah, I'm not going to play this much, but I can at least like Dustin. get a sweet sword." Dustin. <laughs> if I spend some money. It's a gotcha. They don't give a fuck about casual players. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Uh, they want that whale money. Fuck a dolphin. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean... On top of which, though, like, the rates are not only abysmal, <laughs> there is no, like, Honkai gets a pass because you can just get every character pretty much yeah. by spending time. Uh, you cannot do that in this game. Genshin's rates are somehow even worse than fake Grand Orders. Is it, uh, <laughs> is it public what the rates are? Uh, yeah, it's, um, it, I mean, it has to be. Like, it's, it's 0.5%, I believe, for a five-star character. Oh. Um, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because, because uh, you can view the details on, on the banners. It's, it's how I, it's how I check to see which banners had rate-ups and which ones didn't. And, and you know, check to see if both the event banner and the standard banner had the same characters okay. on them. Or uh- had overlapping characters. There is a Reddit post which specifically has the Genshin impact rates versus peers. Uh, so, uh, F- uh, Azure Lane is 7% uh, with a 2% for specific limiteds. Uh, Idle Master is like 1.2 to 1.8. Uh, Dokkan Battle is a 10%. Uh, Dissidia yeah. Opria Omnia is a 10%. Uh, Valkyrie Connect is a 10%. Pokemon Masters is a 10%. Fire Emblem Heroes is at least 6% at base and rises with each failed pull. Uh, Dragalia Lost is a 4%, climbing to 10%. Um, if, uh, Fate Grand Order is 1% for a 5-star yep. servant. Genshin Impact is 06 for a weapon or character. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> dire it's really bad which, which is really bad to be fair makes the fact that i've pulled two five stars uh absurd <laughs> i hate you so much i i pulled venti and kiki i just want gene i don't care about venti i know venti's like technically like busted but i just want gene just fucking give me gene i need gene i want it i listen i understand i also want the life <laughs> The funniest uh, thing is, I would trade Venti for a dupe fischl. <laughs> You'll get more officials. I literally won't. She's four star. Here's the thing. I have, I've got six stars on Barbara, five stars on Xiangling, uh, two, four, er, er, uh, two five stars, uh, several stars on uh, a couple of other characters, zero stars on Fischl. The game went, hey, oh. bitch, fuck you. I did get a dupe official. Fuck you. <laughs> Do you want to trade? Um, <laughs> I will say um, the one thing I do like, uh, and this is like a a very small compliment 
uh, to their gotcha system is that every pull you do gives you a, uh, some currency that you can exchange uh, for items in like an exchange shop. Mm-hmm. Some of which incur uh, uh, some of which include like a small amount of their draw currency as well. So you can get more draws by doing draws. Like you can ba- basically get a refund. Yeah, you can get up to five um, in like, both the uh, special banner and the general uh, banner once a month. Um, yeah. Which... Yeah, so, like, it, it at least let... So, even if you get, like, some dud draws, you can at least use that currency for something that does dull a little bit of the sting. Um, but that is the only good thing I will say about the draw system in this game. Uh, pity rates also carry over, which is... That is also nice. Uh, in yeah. the same sort of way as it does for Honkai, which, like, all right. It, supposedly, at least. We'll see when the banner changes, if that remains the case. Um, yeah, that that's a pretty rare thing for a, a gotcha game yes. to do, in my experience. Like, typically the 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 mercy rates are exclusive to that banner. Like, if a game has a mercy rate at all, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Whereas, like, it does supposedly carry over according to a uh, um, a uh, email response from one of their uh, customer service rep- representatives. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, dude, more, we have to emphasize even more than we normally do, do not spend money on Kenshin Impact. Yeah, especially because it is early enough that it is not clear if this game will have legs. Yeah. Um, um, that said, it is getting a lot of good word of mouth. So it may end up being a surprise success, mm-hmm. uh, but at this point, like Austin Walker likes this game a lot. Yeah, I, I uh... uh, which I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's getting a lot of pull in in, in spheres of um, games journalism uh, or in ga- games critics that do not like do not tend to talk about these types of games. Mm-hmm. So. I think it is going to do a lot better than MiHoYo probably ever expected. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of early to tell at this point. Uh, especially, like, how, how long will those sorts of people stick around, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a bad gotcha, but the game itself is fun. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bad gotcha attached to a very enjoyable open-world action RPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm at the very least going to keep fucking around and doing my dailies at least, and eventually I'll unlock the next plot element. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I'm definitely going to play uh, more of it as well. Like I, I, I want to get to the end of the. At the very least, I want to get to the end of the currently released story. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, I'm going to probably be pausing a bit because uh, Halo Three ODST did recently come out for PC oh. the Master Chief Collection. So I'm like, shit, that's what I've been waiting for. So I just installed the entire Master Chief Collection and I'm going to play through the uh, the Halo trilogy. Well, the ha- Halo, I guess not trilogy, because there was also Reach in that pack. So I'm going to play through all the Halo games. Reach fucking rules. Uh, I, I, I'm also... Uh, I'm also really looking forward to when Halo 4 comes out because I desperately want to understand what the fuck that game was about. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, 
But yeah, I'm going to be playing some Halo, so that's going to take some time away from Genshin Impact uh, that I was <laughs> previously dedicating towards it. But I'm absolutely still going to play a lot more of this game. Because um, yeah. when I'm done playing Genshin Impact, I think more about playing Genshin Impact, which is usually a good sign. Uh, but yeah I mean that's all I have to say about that yeah I I don't have like a ton more to say about this game because it's still very much in the early early state um, in that like my understanding is there's not really an end game right now which like okay that's fine it's a gotcha game that was literally just released there's rarely an end game uh, when they first come out um and also, like, I put maybe 30 hours into it and haven't even come close to reaching that endgame. So, like, if there's not an endgame endgame, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, you want to do a pull on our banners? Oh, well, I guess oh, it's my turn, isn't it? It is your turn. I think we might have also gotten some questions, though. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, I did get a, uh, I did get some questions here. Um, so, uh, from, uh, at Yuri Librarian, uh, what would a VTuber gotcha look like? SSRs for 3D versions, free draws to promote new generations. Oh man, that, hmm. Okay, so, I don't think 3D versions would be SSRs. I I think the 3D versions would be special event, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, grand characters, um, in, uh, in Grand Blue. Um, I think... Uh, you would have a lot of SSRs being uh, like pairs of uh, characters or uh, specific moments of characters rather than um, Oh yeah, like collab collab, yes. collab versions of characters. Yeah, uh, uh, like fucking whatever the KFC chicken VTuber <laughs> and the Grim Reaper no, the would be... Uh, Kiara uh, and uh, Ka- Calliope, yes, I think. Yes, sure. Yeah. Um, those two would be like a couple as like a... Uh, a uh, specific SSRs and maybe their individual versions would be uh, uh, given to everybody for free. Uh, sort of like how um, Love Live does it, where you get like the basic versions of these characters for free and then you have yeah. um, other iterations of them that you can draw. Yeah, I, I think I think for genre, um, you know those like, uh, you know those popular like mobile games that were basically like uh, uh, almost sim games, like a, a game devs, uh, what was it, game dev story? Yes, game dev story. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of thing. Like the stuff, the the games made by Kairosoft. That seems like what you'd probably want to base the genre on. I could see that. Cause I, yeah, because I can't see any other way that you emulate like VTubers than like with that sort of gameplay style. Mm-hmm. But maybe my imagination is just too, too limited. Uh, okay, let, let me post something else though. So let, oh let, shit! Okay, so let, you know how I was saying that Genshin Impact is getting a lot of tra- traction in spheres I normally wouldn't see it in. Mm-hmm. Jeff Gertzman two minutes ago just tweeted the a screenshot of the login page, uh, login page for Genshin Impact. Hell yeah, dude! Um, <laughs> okay, but but here, here's my pitch for a uh, Hollow Live specifically. Uh, um, okay, so the the bit. Where they're fucking Grim Reaper and a Phoenix and uh, whatever, and the early Sherlock Holmes, I guess, or his daughter, I'm not sure. Uh, that's just true now. And now it's a fucking RPG oh, okay. game where they're just okay, actually yeah. that. <laughs> that uh, yeah, that, that's a better idea. Yeah, it's just like 
VTuber AU, uh-huh. where Wait. all their gimmicks are real. Yes, uh-huh. Corone is actually a dog. Well, yeah, I, 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 I thought well, we said gimmick. Well, actually, is act. yeah, sorry, that's, that's uh, just is true. a dog. Yeah, that, that's just true. Corone. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's a, a better idea, and yeah, they just go on a, a very silly quest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a, yeah, that's, that's a much better idea. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see, like, uh, free, free draws for, like, uh, the debut of a, of a new generation. Uh, I could also see... their first banner. I could also see, um, like, video premieres or something happening through the gacha somehow. I'm not sure how it would be handled, but I'm willing to bet you could figure something out. Or, or maybe what you do is that, like... Uh, you know, if, if you watch, like, the, the debut stream, they just, like, show, they just, like, at some point during the stream give you, give you, like, a code that you can redeem to get a free 10 pull on, like, the uh related banner. Yes, absolutely, something like that. Uh, yeah, god, I kind of want this now. Uh, see, I'm sitting here and I'm I'm like... I'm such a broken human being. (laughs) I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, this is free money. Oh, we could easily make this and just steal money from a ton of people, and then immediately getting that <laughs> gut feeling of evil, where it's just like, Ugh, yeah, Ugh, <laughs> we, have become, we have become the things we hate. God, I hope uh, no one makes this because it would be evil. Oh yeah. Um, from uh, from at Blue Bun Power Hour, uh, how many impacts does this make in video games right now? Okay, important question. How many Evangelion games have there been? I know there's been at least one. <laughs> Are we? No. Oh, even more important that reminds question, me that Honkai is the third impact. Even more important question. Are we counting Super Robot Wars as an Evangelion game? I feel like we have to, right? Like Right. And so, okay. So, we'll, we'll count all of the Honkai, or the, the Super Robot Wars game. We'll just count three impacts there. Because uh, I'm sure one of them, you know, uh, uh, the third impact happens. Um, so, three, three impacts. Uh, then there's the N64 Evangelion game, so that's another three. Is impacts. Honkai is Honkai the universe that comes out of the uh, LCL after everyone decides, like, actually, we don't want to be cool uh, uh, Tang anymore. I, I mean, listen, we don't know if everybody decides that. We just know that. Uh, well, hold up. Who's to say that that's not fucking the movies? <laughs> I mean, listen, rebuild is act. The rebuild movies are actually leading to a tie-in with Honkai Impact. Hey, listen, I'm just saying it could happen. Shinji's um, gonna Shinji's gonna turn into an anime girl. So okay, so we're at that six. Has the dual wields. We're at six impacts, and then I think there's three impacts in Honkai Third Impact. I'm not positive. So I'm comfortable saying at least nine. Uh, we'll round this up to ten or more because I'm assuming we've missed some. Yeah, there's 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 been several there's been at least double digit impacts, uh, which is quite a few. Mm-hmm. Really, got to be more careful with those. I, I don't know. I uh, mean, it seems like they worked out pretty well. Yeah, I guess so. They, they keep having impacts uh, and nothing ends. <laughs> uh, from uh, uh, from at Hey It's Beeb, um, what sort of kit do you hope the MC gets once they add in the Electro, Cryo, uh, cryo Pyro, and Hydro regions? Oh, gosh. Um, so, the thing I want is, um, I think MC is actually, like, both in Wind and in uh, Geoform, is 
very effective as a budget facilitator. Um, they have a low CD ability that gives them the ability to interact with a lot of other skills um, and uh, allows them to do that rapidly and consistently, especially in anima form. Um, yeah, so it kind of feels like their kit is supposed to be the glue that holds everyone together. Yes, so I would like for them to continue to be a support character. Uh, the core parts for this to me are uh, either a low CD ability or a, uh, a basic ability that uh, gives a lasting uh, impact, so like uh, Chong Yun's, um, like uh, Kiki's, like, uh, like uh, Zhang Ling's where uh, it allows for continued uh, elemental interaction. Um, I don't need them to be the highest damage character, but I do need them to in some way enable other characters and enable elemental interactions. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I'm fine with them being sort of like a hybrid support DPS, which is kind of where they are right now. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I can't really think of any, like, specific, like, what do the abilities do, because that is far beyond my brain at this point. Uh, but yeah, no, I, um, I, don't I don't necessarily want them to be, like, a pure DPS character. What, but I'm, I'm very excited to see what kits they get, and I really hope it's better than the Geo. What I'd like is... <laughs> the uh, Geo is kind of underwhelming. I'd like for either Hydro or Cryo to have something that uh, uh, interacts with... Uh like statuses on uh, uh, and er, debuffs on enemies a bit more. Um, like some way to interact with uh, enemies who have cryo procs on them already or, or something like that. Or like, Oh yes. It's a, uh, yeah. Or, or it a would way be to interact nice with the main character. Yeah. It would, it would be nice if the main character gave you more of a reason to ha to double up on an element type. Uh, so, because like, so elemental builds actually you want to double up or medic team comps want you to double up on elements. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Uh, so the way uh, alt charge works is uh, if you are on element, you you get elemental particles uh, for uh, dealing damage, doing four hits in a combo, um, killing an enemy. Um, and you get, I believe, elements uh, according to the currently active character, or, uh, or charge according to the currently active character. Um and so characters who match that element will get a significantly larger boost to energy recharge. Um, and so they will get their alt much faster. And so you would want your DPS and a support character to uh, have a matching element. Uh, in addition, the elemental resonances are actually huge. Uh, like, Cryos is stupid big. Uh, it's like a 15% increased crit chance by any enemy affected by Cryo. Uh, and oh, wow, that's... Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, fires, if you're running two fire characters, uh, you're affected by freeze for 40% less time, and also you just have an increased attack by 25%. Oh, man. I should... Yes. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> wins is... Uh, if you have two wind characters, it's 10% energy recharge, I believe. And also, you just move 10% faster. Which is huh. super choice for exploration. That's... Yeah, that's actually pretty huge in a game like yes. uh, Genshin Impact. Uh, and so, uh, in terms of, like, quote-unquote meta comps, you would want two characters to at least have the uh, same uh, element. Okay, I see. All right, I'm going to need to figure out how to restructure my team then. I mean, it, it doesn't actually matter at the point in the game we are, because we're not, like, that's true. meta comps. It only matters if you're, like, I guess, probably trying to go deep in Spiral Abyss. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, because the most obvious character I'd give up would be Amber because I like Fischl and Barbara too much. Yeah. Uh, at that point, it's like, but also like at the point where I'm at, like having a fire character like Amber is just so useful for exploration mm-hmm. uh, that it's a pain in the ass to like constantly deploy a different party whenever I need to just like do a fire thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I literally have one team that is, hey, this is the team I use for running around and exploring, and this is the team I use for when I am fighting things. Yeah. Um, uh, then our uh, final question, at uh, doob underscore ass asks, uh, if Evangelion was the third impact, what were the first two? Um, um, there's so, there's an actual answer the, There here. is a backstory to Honkai Impact 3rd that is fucking wild. Well, wait, hold up. Are they talking about Evangelion's first and second impact? Because those... Those, they're, they're those did answer. happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah so no, first they're... impact, I believe, is uh, the impact that created uh, the Black Moon, if that, if I remember right. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what the uh, first impact uh, is. I know the, the second impact is the one that, like... Second impact is uh, the one that basically made the whole world all fucked up. Yeah, it's it's the one kind of kickstarts the Evangelion story that like we experience um, uh-huh. that like kills uh, kills um, Shinji's mother and well, Asuka's, like traumatizes Asuka. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, no. Uh, second impact is uh, the thing that happens to uh, 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 Ritsuko. No, not Ritsuko. Uh, um... Uh, Mitsuru. Oh right, oh, that, like the thing with her dad. Okay. That that is second impact. Oh okay, I'm I'm forgetting. I I've, I've forgotten so much of Evangelion. It, yeah, my understanding is that was second <laughs> impact. Uh, first impact is okay. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, first impact occurred in prehistoric times, and the black moon, a giant spherical object, collided with the Earth in what is now known as the Hakane region of Japan. Uh, the collision what? caused an explosion, which launched a massive amount of material from Earth into space. This orbiting okay. debris eventually coalesced into Earth's only moon. The Black Moon is the vessel that carried Lilith, one of the members of the Seeds of I Light, totally forgot that Sephiroth's impact created the moon. Uh-huh. God, Evangelion's so dumb, but I love it. Evangelion's uh, fucking dumb as hell. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, so that's, that's what first impact is. Um, and that, that is also what second impact is. Um, there's multiple impacts in Honkai. I could not tell you what they are, though. Yeah, Honkai's, yeah, Honkai's, uh, backstory is friggin' weird. Like, I just found out today that the main character of Honkai Impact 3rd, uh, whose name is Kiana Kazlana. Yep. Uh, is a clone made from the DNA of a real person that existed in, uh... Two uh, in MiHoYo's like two previous games that had different names that were like um, God, what was it? It was uh, Gakuen. Uh, Hokai Gakuen uh, Two, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah, ho- yeah, Hokai Gakuen, um, something like that. I believe Hokai Gakuen is a, a manga. Yeah, Hoka- I think. Hokai Gakuen Second. Uh, yeah, Guns Girl Hokai Gakuen. <laughs> And then Hoke, and then Guns Girl Z two, which is Honkai Gakuen two. Sure. Uh, uh, I could not begin to explain. I have no idea how any of the uh, lore works in this game, but it's there. There's a lot of it if you're interested. 
times. Yeah, it's it's it's. Wild. I would love for somebody to explain it to me sometime. Please don't. I, I promise you, I would get bored halfway through. Yeah, according to this Reddit user, uh, the end of the end of school, Honkai Gakuen is the first game of the Honkai series where you play as Kiana Kazlana to kill all the zombie girls in her school. It's available on iOS only and doesn't have a canon storyline. The main score, the main story, is in Gun Girl Z: Honkai Gakuen Two, where Kiana escaped from the school as she met the other two main characters, Mei and Bronya, who also show up in Honkai Impact Third. They they encountered Teresa. They encountered Teresa Apocalypse, which is a fantastic fucking name. It's so good. Uh, and, and entered her academy to fight Net. Okay, they. I'm sorry, I can't get over this name. And entered her academy to fight against Nentropy. I I don't see an issue here. I, fuck, I swear to God. Uh, it's good, actually. Uh. Nobody yeah, says otherwise, Honkai it's just coward. And Honkai Impact third story begins sometime after Kiana entered the academy, main fo- mainly focused on the second Honkai Impact that happened a couple years ago. Okay, so presumably oh. a, a three impacts, maybe four. Yeah. Yeah, so at least three impacts in the Honkai universe as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, glad, glad we could help clarify that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I apologize. I um, don't. All right, yeah, so that's it uh, for the uh, questions for today. Um, and that'll be it for this episode. Uh, uh, so we got to do the next. Poll. We'll have to roll. Yes. Um, let me pull up the dice roller. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I've got five left on my banner. Oh, hey, I rolled a five. Um, so we are going to be talking about. Gundam Battle Gunpla Warfare. Fuck, I'm gonna have to figure out how to get this to actually run on my phone. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the more graphically intensive games, I think. And I don't think it has a PC version. Oh, I might just emulate it. No, it, it does not. Does it work with emulation? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Uh... Uh, does it work with any emulators? Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything conclusive. Just on a basic Google search. Um, if look, if you have trouble, uh, okay. Let let me do this. I'll roll a second game just in case you can't play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're gonna regret this. Uh, if you are not able to play Gundam Battle Gunflaw Warfare on your phone, we will instead play Goddess Kiss. Why do you do these things uh, to me? Which what did it, I do which to you? I guess I appropriately a is game. a different. Which I guess appropriately is a different mecha game, but <laughs> I made you play a good game. Why do you make me play the bad ones? <laughs> Look, in my defense, that is this is. Th- I, I included very few de- bad games deliberately in my list. This is only the second. Oh. I, I guess Azure Lane didn't end up being a bad game in terms of gameplay, just a, a bad game in terms of aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Goddess Kiss is the only g- game I included on this list that I knew deliberately would hurt you. I thought we were friends. I thought we were enjoying each other's company. And then you go and do this to me. On this, <laughs> the day where I made you play a game that was perfectly fun. <laughs> Look, you have brave, brave Zevius on your list. 
Do I still have Brave Zevius on my list? Oh, you sure do. Uh, okay, I, I let me make my case for Brave so, Zevius, uh, which is I think it is important to have a gotcha game on here who's I who is like actively evil and uh, predatory in like a genuinely monstrous way. Yeah, I know. Um, we're not gonna have I just, fun with it, but you know, it, it's for the uh, it's important for the project. Yeah, look, I can guarantee you that. At the very least, Goddess Kiss will be very funny to talk about. Probably, yeah. Because it is an absurd game. Yeah. God, what if I end up liking it? <laughs> yeah, what if the what if this is your Azure Lane? Do you know how fucking funny it's gonna be if I end up liking this game? I'm gonna <laughs> like it just out of spite for myself now. <laughs> That's right, I do like it when the girls' clothes explode off of them when they get damaged. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Maybe I won't. Never mind. I might walk that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe don't make uh, promises you can't keep. Listen, uh, I'll make all the promises I can't keep. I just won't keep them and then pretend I don't remember anything about them. Yeah, so uh, that so that is that is the uh, uh, that is a threat there if you <laughs> if your threat! phone cannot play Gundam Battle Gunplaw Warfare. <laughs> We will instead default to Goddess Kiss. <laughs> All so. right, that's fair. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can't make my phone run fucking Gundam, because <laughs> at least then I'll get to talk about Gundam. Yeah, that's that. That's the gun to your head. the The gun in this case is Goddess Kiss. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up this podcast. So I, I can suppose go it would have been more appropriate if it was, uh, if it was like, uh, what's the girls front line but <laughs> not everything can be thematically I, appropriate okay i've heard that game might actually be legitimately good which is the fucked up part that's that's why i don't that's why i don't want to yeah I, that's the one where there's like an actual chance they might like it because i yeah, don't want to play a game because i even feel worse because i feel yeah i'd feel even worse about that one <laughs> yeah uh-huh, exactly <laughs> like i, I don't want to even be like yo it's a fucked up example of imperialism but like yeah, These battle mechanics do kind of slap, though. All right, we got to end this podcast. Yeah, we've gone literally double length, uh, so I hope y'all are fucking happy about that. Um, yeah. I I blame you and society. Um, you being the listener, not Dustin. We are obviously <laughs> faultless and blameless in all of this, and it's your fault for uh, encouraging us. We're just doing our jobs. Mm-hmm. That we've decided for ourselves with... Uh, really no outside interaction at all, like even a little bit. Um, it's still not our fault. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>